This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. We got a loaded program for you. Tuesday edition, Super Bowl week. Uh, Chad Withrow, my buddy, now working it out, kick swings by. Albert Breer from Sports Illustrated and Petros Papadakis. All of that headed your direction. Tuesday edition of the show. Also, encourage you to go sign up for the podcast as you already have or tell your friends and also give us five-star reviews. Plus, $5 bet can win you $275. Pick the Chiefs or the Bucks. Go to fanduel.com slash clay. Get your bets in right now. One of your buddies can take the opposite side, and you're guaranteed to win. Fanduel.com slash clay. The Outkick podcast begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is Super Bowl week. Usually we are there. But this week, everything is totally different compared to what has typically been the case. And this year, I am doing the show from home in Nashville as we get ready for the big game between the Chiefs and the Bucks. And already this week, yesterday, we spent a lot of time talking about Matthew Stafford to the Rams and, uh, and Jared Goff to the Lions. And by the way, we're scheduled to talk with Albert Breer in the second hour of the program at SI, who really had the behind-the-scenes story there, including 
Stafford and uh, and Sean McVay and their wives and McVay's fiance, I guess, meeting for a celebratory dinner in Cabo, uh, which is pretty funny in and of itself. If you didn't, I, I know they supposedly were there just by accident at the same time. Uh, that feels a little bit like a setup, like maybe they were hoping that they were going to be able to get together, but who knows for exa- for uh, for sure. But larger context here, we didn't talk a lot about this. But with Matthew Stafford now off the table, there are five teams to me that could win a Super Bowl in their mind if they had the right quarterback. Maybe even six teams. These are teams that were close, not quite there in the last year. And I think they are looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and they are thinking... We've got to go get Deshaun Watson if he comes available because he can be the difference between us being decent and being in the Super Bowl. The NFL is a copycat league. And the addition of Tom Brady to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with virtually no other changes, that quarterback addition put the Bucs in the Super Bowl. They went from 7-9 and nine without having been to the playoffs in 12 years to winning three playoff games on the road, Washington, New Orleans, and Green Bay, and getting to be the first NFL team of all time to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. And they did it because of one man, Tom Brady. Now, Bruce Arians is important, but in year one with Bruce Arians, Jameis Winston threw 30 interceptions. That first year, Tampa Bay goes out, they make one change, they change their quarterback, and their entire future of their franchise flips on uh, that decision. Overnight, boom, one move. So who are the teams out there? The NFL sells hope better than any league in America. You will watch the NFL draft this spring convinced that whoever your team drafts is going to change the future of your franchise forever. Most of the time, that is not the case. Sometimes, if you get the right quarterback, it can be. But what if you're not going to be drafting a quarterback necessarily? What if there is somebody out there that you already know is a stud at the quarterback position? What if, instead of the uncertainty in the first round with a quarterback, your team, which is already good, had the chance to give up some draft picks and go grab a 25-year-old quarterback who has already proven he's a top 10 guy and you feel good about him for the next decade. What if that could be your future? Who are these teams that I am talking about that believe they are close to being able to break through and get on the way to a Super Bowl run? And who would potentially be willing or able to give up three picks out there first round picks in order to get Deshaun Watson I'll start to run through this list and you tell me whether or not you agree with these teams as ones that could change one thing change the quarterback and you could be next year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers your team could be the one playing in the Super Bowl out in LA well we already know one of those teams is the Rams Sean McVay looked at his team, said, we've already been to the Super Bowl. 
We just finished off in the divisional round playoff games. We won a game, but we feel like we are one player at the quarterback position away. Even if we have to give up two first rounders and move on from Jared Goff, I'm ready to go grab Matthew Stafford. The Rams are making a play to be next year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We already know that they've made that move. They looked at all their available options and they were willing to go big to make a splash because they think that Matthew Stafford can be their guy. What about elsewhere in the league? Who else stands out as a potential difference maker there? I'll tell you, six teams, in my mind, are at the top of the list when it comes to contending for Deshaun Watson, a quarterback away. And before I give you those six, let me also tell you this. I believe the Saints should also be considered to be in this mix. So I'm going to make it seven teams, and I'll start with the New Orleans Saints, but the reason why I don't have them counted necessarily in my six teams is because I'm not 100% sure what's going to happen with their quarterback position. Is Drew Brees going to officially retire? The answer seems to be yes. Are they going? Has Sean uh, Payton promised the starting job to Taysom Hill? Maybe. In which case, the Saints couldn't be in the mo- in, in, in the mix in the same way. But if the Saints are effectively cleaning the deck with Drew Brees gone, the Saints are the team that to me makes a tremendous amount of sense because they could give up several years of first-round picks and feel like they still have enough talent already with Alvin Kamara, with Michael Thomas, with that defense. Their window is now, and to me, that is what's similar to them with the Bucs. They beat Tom Brady and the Bucs twice. They turned the ball over, I think it was four times, three Breeze interceptions, the fumble by Jared Cook. Otherwise, they may well have been in the NFC Championship game. So the Saints are on the list, to me, of teams that could make a run at Deshaun Watson. And if I'm Deshaun Watson, I would love the idea of playing in New Orleans with Sean Payton. Now, here's a guy, and I'm going to unpack this one in a longer form, maybe to start the top of the second hour. Because this oftentimes is a move trading for a big-time quarterback that is about ego. And to me, Bill Belichick's ego is under attack like has never happened in the last 20 years in the NFL. Everybody has just talked about what a genius Bill Belichick is for most of the last 20 years in the NFL. Suddenly, Tom Brady leaves, and did you see what uh, Danny Amendola said? Said, hey, the Patriot way should come with a picture of Tom Brady. Wasn't anything about the coaching It was about what Brady did. That storyline, and I'm going to talk about it at the top of hour two in particular, has to grate at the nerves of Bill Belichick like no other. So imagine that you are Belichick. You're sitting in your house watching. You know he's desperately rooting, by the way, for Patrick Mahomes to win, even though he won't say it. He was rooting for Brady to lose to Washington. He was rooting for Brady to lose to New Orleans. He was rooting for Brady to lose to the Green Bay Packers. He's human. And he knows with every win that Brady gets, it detracts from his overall legacy. If you are sitting up in New England and you see a 25-year-old quarterback with Deshaun Watson's abilities, are you not telling me that Bill Belichick has to be licking his chops 
at the idea of being able to bring Deshaun Watson to New England and boom, try to build another dynasty around the Deshaun Watson to prove that you can win a Super Bowl with somebody other than Tom Brady. The Patriots are at the top of my list for teams that should be willing to trade for Deshaun Watson and give up whatever it takes, the Bears. A lot of you out there right now, the irony of this would be amazing. You pass on Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes so that you can draft Mitch Trubisky. A lot of times in life, you don't get a second chance to replace an error that you made. What if the Bears just said, screw it, we're going to do whatever it takes to erase that storyline from existence. We are going to make a move and we are going to go get Patrick Mahomes, sorry, the Patrick Mahomes competitor, Deshaun Watson, so that nobody talks about us ever drafting Mitch Trubisky again. The Bears feel like at 8-8, eight and eight, they were in the playoffs, but that offense was wobbly. You can't trust Mitch Trubisky. They got a coach who's supposedly an offensive genius in Matt Nagy. This, to me, puts the Bears in the mix to potentially be willing to make that trade. How about the Colts? Right now in Indianapolis, you are sitting with a complete void at the quarterback position. Jacoby Brissett is probably not the guy. Phillip Rivers came in as a placeholder for one year. You now have tremendous salary cap potential. You've got a great running back in Jonathan Taylor. You have to place your left tackle, Costanzo, but you have a really talented offensive line that protected a totally immobile quarterback in Phillip Rivers. What do you think you could do if suddenly you plug Deshaun Watson in there, not to mention the fact that you would theoretically decapitate your competitor down in Houston if they were willing to trade in division? The Colts make a tremendous amount of sense. How about the 49ers? You know that Jimmy Garoppolo probably can't take you to the next level. You kick the tires a little bit on Matthew Stafford. Your division may be the best collection of young quarterbacks-ish in the NFL. I'm counting Russell Wilson still as a young quarterback because compared to Tom Brady and Drew Brees, he's a whippersnapper. And so you've got Russell Wilson in Seattle. You've got in Arizona, Kyler Murray, who showed a lot of flashes until fading late in the second season. And now you've got a deal with Matthew Stafford in LA. Is Jimmy Garoppolo going to win that division? Let me ask you this question. How often does the worst quarterback in a division win the division? Almost never. Right now, Jimmy Garoppolo, in my opinion, is the worst quarterback in the NFC West. If you had Deshaun Watson... 25-year-old Deshaun Watson, what does that do for the overall 49er perspective? I think it changes it in a hurry. I think that the 49ers should be in the mix. They have a lot of talent. They don't really need to go out and continue to draft. If that defensive line comes back healthy, is going to be back. He's going to be a beast. George Kittle, if they can keep him healthy, they can run the football. They still need to make some plays probably at the wide receiver position. But you know what helps with that? Having Deshaun Watson at quarterback, I think the 49ers should be in the mix. How about the Dolphins? The Dolphins right now are a quarterback away. They've got Tua. Flashes at best that maybe he could be the guy. The truth of the matter is Ryan Fitzpatrick would have been better for the Miami Dolphins if they had played him all last year. I think there's a good chance they would have been in the playoffs. Instead, they split time with Tua And Tua was okay at best that might be charitable to Tua. You've got the number three overall pick, which is basically a steal that you got from the Texans in the first place. 
What if you went to the Texans and you said, hey, we'll give you our number three overall pick. We'll give you Tua, who we drafted with the second pick last year, and we'll give you our first round pick next year. Is that a package that potentially the Houston Texans would be willing to consider? I think it's an intriguing offer that the Miami Dolphins should put on the table and at least make them contemplate it. How about Washington, the football team? Seven and nine last year. Alex Smith injured, couldn't play very well down the stretch. Dwayne Haskins, the supposed future of the franchise, kicked off the team before the second season is even complete. I know there was a lot of excitement about our boy uh, Heineke, who came in and made some plays late. But do you really think the Washington football team wants to put the fate of their franchise in his hands? I don't think so right now. And so Washington has to feel, given how good Chase Young is, given what a great head coach Ron Rivera is, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, Washington has to feel like they could have the answer going forward at the quarterback position if they could get Deshaun Watson in there. Those are the teams that, to me, make the most sense. No particular order. The Patriots, the Bears, the Colts, the 49ers, the Dolphins, the Washington football team, and depending on what they do, the Saints all have to feel like they might be a quarterback away from making a Super Bowl run. Could Deshaun Watson be their quarterback? I think you can make a case pretty strongly that all of those teams should consider two first-rounders plus in terms of the offer that they would have to put on the table. That is my breakdown of the Deshaun Watson drama. We're going to be talking about this for a while because the first question we have to ask is, will the Texans even be willing to move on from Deshaun Watson or not? That will be a major point of contention and debate. We will continue to discuss it. Up next, one of the new hires that we have made at OutKick. I'm looking forward to his show debuting here soon. Chad Withrow, who works alongside of Jonathan Hutton and Paul Kaharski. They're going to be part of a new OutKick radio program that will be debuting in March. But in the meantime, uh, we're going to be having him and some of his co-hosts there on the show as guests. And we'll continue that once their show gets going again as well. But he will join us next uh, and we will break down everything with him. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you, you telling me? You've seen the whole time. 
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Joined now by one of the newest members of the OutKick universe. He's my buddy Chad Withrow at the Chad Withrow on Twitter. Has been doing a longtime show in the Nashville area. Will be starting a new show for us as a part of the OutKick network that I can't wait to get underway here in the reasonable future. Withrow, you and I were on the road this past weekend. I talked about it a little bit on Monday's show. What did it feel like to you? We went and watched Kansas play against Tennessee. Big win for the University of Tennessee. I also went and watched, I know you've been in the NFL stadium uh, in, to watch in Nashville, and you and I went and watched in Neyland Stadium, Tennessee play against Alabama. And what I said on the radio was it felt more noticeably strange to me in the basketball arena than it did in the football stadium. And I don't know why that was. Maybe it's just a football stadium is open air, so and the stadium is so big, it's still a lot of people there but it felt weirder to me inside of the basketball arena. Did you have any similar conceptions or did maybe one seem strange? I know they're both strange, but did one seem stranger you than the other? No, I think totally. And the big thing to me, Clay, is the, the backdrop. Yeah. Like even on television, basketball is so different because it feels like you're watching an AAU tournament. Every time you turn on a game and there's no one in the seats right next to the to the floor, yeah. that's the biggest change is you see it on television and you can hear some crowd. It's the, so the sound part of it's not as big of a deal watching on TV. And there was some noise at Thompson Bowling Arena on Saturday in the building. 
but it's so strange to see no one right there next to the action on the court. It's also weird how the benches are spread out. Yeah, It just optically looks so strange. We were sort of right behind, probably 25 rows up behind the Tennessee bench, and just seeing how spread out it is is also very weird. No, I'm completely with you. I've been to multiple NFL games. I've been to multiple college football games. And by far the strangest experience uh, was Saturday going to that Tennessee-Kansas game. And, and again, I'm, I'm watching a lot of college basketball at night, and it's strange to watch on television also because of the optics of no one right next to court and the audio part of it where normally you can bank on, what, five to seven points at home because of the home crowd and just the lack of energy at games is – is very different, but it also kind of makes me appreciate the atmosphere of college basketball that much more uh, because the, that atmosphere is lacking now this season without fans. You and I have been to NCAA tournament games together before. Usually going to an NCAA tournament game is an incredible experience. Uh, now, with the way it is going to be set up, I'm not even sure how many people are going to be able to go. Same thing, by the way, with conference basketball tournaments. We're not sure exactly how that is going to be shaking out. Does a part of you, I know you're a huge college basketball fan, I'm a big college basketball fan, particularly when it gets to closer to March, the tournaments and everything else. Does a part of you just want to say, screw it, I'd rather sit home and watch it all on television this year than even potentially consider trying to go to watch in person because it's not the same kind of environment? Or conversely, are you like, hey, I even more want to go now because it's not that crowded? I mean, how would you assess having watched this game, pretty big game between Kansas and Tennessee, thinking about the tournaments for both conference basketball and the uh, the NCAA tournament? Yeah, it makes me much more want to stay at home and watch and not go to a venue uh, and watch games. Um, and even if you know my team were to make the Final Four, I would almost be more interested in just going to the city, the host city, and finding a bar to watch the game at. <laughs> just being yeah. around other fans and being close to the venue because that's how much the atmosphere is affected at college basketball games uh, with limited fans or, or no fans. In a lot of places, you know, I, I watched last night, I watched Duke in Miami uh, in front of no fans in Miami. And it's just very, very strange. So and the great thing about the NCAA tournament, and you've seen this before, Clay, when you're at a host site and you're in one of those games where you get the third party indifferent fans and there's about to be a, an upset. Yeah. And the energy in the building and the crowd is immediately behind that team. You know, I, I've been there when it's Ohio U over Georgetown or uh, American about to pull off the upset over a second-seeded Tennessee. And you could just feel the building just getting louder and louder and getting behind that team that's the underdog. That's what's great about being on site for the NCAA tournament. And you're really not going to have any of that this year. So I'm, I'm like you. I'd much rather stay and watch from home. It's also interesting, too, with that like sort of home crowd environment suddenly that somebody starts to get pulling in one direction for another – the other great thing about being in tournament play, and this can be when you're a member of a team or when you're a fan of a team, is if your team wins, you get that great feeling of just getting to exhale and then sit back and watch and think about who you might play next, right? Like Because you get that, uh, especially if somebody else is starting to get upset in the next round or whatever else, there's a great feeling and know your team's advancing and just being able to watch the games, uh, whether you're a player, coach, or a fan – that's one of the great things about tournament basketball, too, I think. Oh, absolutely. It, it, there's something also about, and now that the format's a little bit different, but for years it's been Thursday, Friday of the yeah, NCAA tournament. I know. Now it's going to start on a Friday. 
But if your team plays that early game on Thursday and they win, oh, yeah. how much of a relief that is, even if you're just watching on television, to watch all the games Thursday afternoon and Thursday night and have a full slate of first-round games on Friday to watch, that is an amazing feeling. It's also really cool knowing your team doesn't play till Friday night and you get basically two whole days to just enjoy it and not worry about your team possibly sucking yeah. and losing. And ruining the tournament, the tournament for you. Yeah. Exactly. Now, that's the nervous feeling of, oh, no. If you see that 11.15 a.m. tip-off uh, on a Thursday for your team thinking, if my team loses in this first-round game, it's going to make the rest of the experience miserable for me moving forward. That's a tough pill to swallow. But, yeah, I mean, it's look, there are so many things that I am so hoping that we can get back to normal on quickly. And just watching these basketball games has felt normal. But when you go to a game and there's no energy and you watch and it's a little bit different, everything else, it's still just, at least for me, makes me crave the normal product that much more. You know, people yeah. are saying, boy, this is going to change everything. Now no one's going to go to games. It's going to change the viewing experience forever. I, I don't buy that because I think at least in the immediacy, you're going to have so many people flocking back to arenas and stadiums because they crave something a little bit normal. And yeah. that type of experience again. And, and even if you're watching on television, I think people crave that normal viewing experience of fans in the building. So I'm really g- looking forward to that happening. I'll give people out there who haven't been going to games an idea of what this was like. So Thompson Bowling seats, what, 20,000 plus, right? I mean, it's a legit monstrous venue to watch a college basketball game in. We left with like two minutes left because Tennessee was up nearly 20. The game had already been decided. We got an Uber there was literally no traffic on the streets, right? Our, like you, if you've ever tried to leave a sporting event and get a cab or get picked, picked up in an Uber, it's nearly impossible. Our Uber was just driving around. They could make U-turns. I mean, that's how lack of crowded it was in terms of your ability to just get picked up right after the game. And, and some of these things, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm actually going to miss because I loved being able to pull my car up 10 minutes before the game and just walk in, no crowd. If you've got kids and they have to go to the bathroom or they want to go get concessions or you're worried about somebody blocking them in the crowd, like the, the, the socially distanced football stadium has not been a bad place to go and I actually like some of that right like knowing my young kids are not going to have some six foot eight guy sitting in front of them that they can't see over or the guy who's standing up you know like I feel like you notice it more when you have kids like random guy and his buddy who decide to stand up and nobody else around them is standing up but then there's like a hundred people who have to stand up then to see two and you're like hey can you sit down please you know I got a six-year-old here who's trying to see I don't want to put on my shoulders all those things actually from a viewing perspective not necessarily been awful in terms of actually being able to see on the field or on the court. Yeah, logistically, it's been a lot better uh, for that reason. And, and to, to kind of take people behind the curtain even more, I mean, you got to think a Tennessee-Kansas game is typically, I think it's like almost 25,000, yeah. you know, if they, if, if it's full capacity at Thompson Bowling Arena. That place can be packed. We would be sitting there saying, let's not just stay till the end of the game. Let's let the crowd dissipate yeah, a bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. And sit there and watch a little bit of the post game or whatever, and then go try to get an Uber. Uh, instead, with two minutes left, we walked out. We didn't just easily get an Uber. I think at one point we were walking in the middle of the street yeah. because there were no cars. We're just, it was a cold night. Looking for our guy, yeah. Down the street, looking for the car. I'm, at one point, I'm in a, 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 a three quarter sprint trying to get to the Uber in the street, and there's no one else around. And at this point, the game had gone final. By the time we got to the Uber driver, there was still no one in the street. Zero traffic. No one to be found. And, 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 you know, got back to where we were going in record time. 
So that part of it is definitely nice. I'm, I'm not going to miss that. But, look, I think anybody that enjoys the camaraderie of sports and being in a live sporting event, deep down they miss a packed house, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, whatever, hockey. They miss the camaraderie of that packed house. I'm ready to get back to that. I'm ready to watch that on TV also. Yeah. I'm ready to experience that noise even watching a game on television. Even crowd shots. You know, I miss, like, the crazy cutaway crowd shots on TV of people going nuts over something. Like, even that part of it, I'm yearning for that to come back. Yearning. Uh, that is a heck of a word there. We're talking to Chad with no, yearning, <laughs> yearning is a, is a feeling I experience a lot, Clay. So it's the word I'm going to start using more. Just yearning for a lot. Yeah, Chad Withrow at the Chad Withrow on Twitter. We're talking about this, uh, obviously, the trades in the NFL, Super Bowl week, everything else. Uh, and I'll get to Super Bowl week in a minute. But 1 to 10. How much do you think Bill Belichick has been rooting against Brady in the postseason? My argument is, during the regular season, I do buy a lot of what coaches say when like, they're asked about other teams. They're so focused on their own team, they really don't spend that much time on other aspects. But once the Patriots were eliminated, you can't tell me that Bill Belichick wasn't rooting for Brady to lose to Washington, New Orleans, and Green Bay. And now I guarantee you he's rooting for him to lose to Kansas City, I think. Do you buy that argument? And on a scale of 1 to 10, how much does Brady want – sorry, does Belichick want Brady to lose? So there's two possibilities here. One is that Bill Belichick is such a football robot that he has zero emotion about guys not playing for him. (laughs) And he doesn't care at all. He is only trying to devise a plan to make the Patriots better. And so he, it's possible he's not, that he's, he's an emotionless robot and he really doesn't completely care. Completely devoid. He's a droid. Like he's, he's just yeah. devoid of all emotion, all care, all pettiness, all bitterness that the, all other humans feel at some point in their lives. Yes. He does not have that at all in his life. and does not care. He's just getting the Patriots ready. The other side of this is someone as successful as Bill Belichick in professional football has to have an amazing competitive drive yes. and competitive spirit. So if that's the case, on a scale of 1 to 10, it's a 16 <laughs> that he wants Brady to lose. Yeah, Because anyone that has gone through a breakup of any kind, you, you want that person to lose, especially if you're as competitive as Bill Belichick. So I honestly don't know what the answer is. I almost lean more towards he's just a football droid and, and is completely devoid of, a, of emotion. See, I I don't, it's it's such, it's an interesting point. It's also hard to believe. I don't buy that because I think that's the, that's what he wants people to think about him, right? Everything to me about Belichick in his public dealings with the media is predicated on uh, him giving them as little as he possibly can, right? So his answers in the press conferences, which always end up going viral, the yes, the no, to me, that's a calculated attempt to decrease the overall emotion. But in order to make that possible, you have to understand the concept of emotion, right? Like someone who is a droid or a football robot, or like let's say C-3PO, would be behaving as C-3PO would, analyzing the data or whatever, without an emotional underpinning because of that reason, right? And so I think Belichick is, I think I think the answer would be he's the 16 on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of how much he's rooting against Brady. Now, yeah, he would never I would say like that publicly. Think. He would never say that publicly, but, but I think it's like a quarterback on the sideline who gets replaced. 
everybody always comes out and says, oh, I wanted what was best for the team. Like, you know, I clapped for him after he threw a touchdown. I congratulated him. Deep down, you want the guy who replaces you to throw three interceptions so you get put back in the game. Yeah, Clay, I would like to think that everyone is as petty and embittered as I am. So I'm going to go with your answer also and say that it's at a 16 and he definitely wants Brady to lose. But there are certain people who just really don't have emotion one way or the other. And maybe Belichick's that way, but because I want to believe people are are more like me with my flaws also, then I'll say, yes, he's very bitter and he definitely is pulling for Tom Brady to lose. Uh, Can you come back with us? I want to talk. It's not a normal Super Bowl week. Normal Super Bowl week's radio row would be going on. It'd be crazy. It'd be insane. Nobody is down there. there. Yeah, we'd be there. And I'll talk about that. Can you come back for talk about that in a couple minutes? Sure. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Career Builder is made for people who have... That thing, you know, those superpowers that make you good at your job, the skills you bring to work. And CareerBuilder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits, jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. Withrow, I know you're somebody that because gambling has become legal in Tennessee, like you pay more attention now to the line than you might have before, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I've, I've always been a big fan of just the math 
involved yes. in it. Like, I've always followed the lines. If you ask me a game, I'm pretty good at picking lines, what it should be. Uh, but I, I've never been a big gambler. But now that it's uh, legal in Tennessee, uh, I'm paying a lot more attention to it, uh, both uh, statistically and financially. Yeah. I have much more interest in it. It is kind of fascinating um, because even I think what's going to happen with this Super Bowl that's coming up, which I'm going to get to in a sec, is a lot more people are going to be paying attention to the Super Bowl because gambling is starting to become legal in their state, and they can just have a few bucks on it. I'm not talking about thousands of dollars or anything else, but the analogy I've always made is, you've been to a lot of Super Bowl parties over the years with Ro. How many people get obsessed with like the little square game? Like, what's the score going to be at halftime? What's the score going to be at the end? Who otherwise don't really care that much about sports? Giving people a couple of dollars on the outcome engages them in a big way. Absolutely. My, my grandmother did the square game growing up at a, a Super Bowl party we had for our family every year. And yeah. I still do a square game uh, with some friends that put it on online every year, and, and it's a lot of fun. So, no, absolutely. And there was all those statistics, you know, before gambling was legal everywhere about, uh, you know, just the uh, how many people bet and how much money changes hands on the Super Bowl. And now that it's legal in so many states, that number is only going to go up and up. Clay, one thing, though, I do want to bring up with you and get your opinion on this, just how different the Super Bowl is now. And we can talk about how different it is you know, this week with no Radio Row and not really a lot of media uh, down in Tampa. One thing that really pisses me off is that Super Bowl commercials don't debut during the Super Bowl. Now. Yeah, they release them early. There's, yeah. there's these big rollouts with them. I saw Ashton Kutcher and, uh, and Mila Kunis on Today Show. And they are uh, they're promoting and showing their Super Bowl app. Yeah. And I'm thinking, if I am paying money to be on the Super Bowl, I want to build momentum and have people maybe go do interviews if you've got celebrities as a part of it or whatever to talk about it. But I hate the fact that we can go watch Super Bowl commercials before the Super Bowl now. I may be the only one this, that this I gets mad about this, <laughs> but I love the pastime of watching Super Bowl commercials and getting pumped up about the new movie trailer that's yeah. going to debut during the Super Bowl. And now it's out six days before the Super Bowl. I, it, I hate is, it. it is pretty interesting that you would spend $5.5 million, which I think is what the, the cost is now, and go ahead and put it up on YouTube before you even debut it. Uh, I do think, uh, and, and that's an interesting angle too, to me, I'm curious whether it's going to seem like there is less interest in the Super Bowl without all the media located in the same place. And partly, I know you would ordinarily be at the Super Bowl. We've been at the Super Bowl. We're fortunate years and years, not even necessarily going to the game, but just talking about it. All the celebrities around on Radio Row, all the obsession with who's going to win, what's going to happen in the game, what's the outcome going to be. I think there's going to be a lot less noise around this Super Bowl, and I'm curious how that ultimately ends up translating into the audience. Now, the Super Bowl is very fortunate because they've got an incredible storyline in Brady versus Mahomes. But do you feel kind of the same way that without, without Media Day and without all the people kind of coming into the same city and creating this sort of huge uh, cloud of noise that there's going to be less talk about this Super Bowl than maybe there has been in past years? I think it's going to be twofold. There's going to be less buildup all week because so many you know, local sports talk radio stations, local TV stations, all the major TV networks, all the major radio networks like, like your show, uh, here with 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 uh, without care. I mean, it, everything like that. When you don't have that there all week, it's going to take away from the shine 
and the promotion of the game itself. But I think what that will do, Clay, is it's going to build up to Sunday where you're going to have less talk, less coverage of the game. But then on Sunday, it's going to be bigger. I think you're going to have more people watching five or six hours of pregame coverage on Sunday. I think Super Bowl Sunday may actually end up feeling bigger because Super Bowl week is so much smaller. Yeah, and that's, that's going to be the impact on this game. I, because I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to sitting down and watching pregame shows. You know, and reading about the game on Super Bowl Sunday where normally, you know, I've been either covering the Super Bowl there or consuming Super Bowl coverage all week to the point where I'm just ready to watch the game on Sunday. Now I'm ready for everything that goes on on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, we're talking to Chad Withrow. What's your pick? Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next week after the game happens. I know it's still early in the week, but what do you anticipate seeing on Sunday? I think the Chiefs win. I know it's dangerous to pick against Tom Brady in big games in a Super Bowl like this, but the Chiefs are better. I mean, they've been the best team all year. They've been the team to beat. I see no signs of them slacking off, especially when they looked against Buffalo in the AFC Championship. I'm going to say the Chiefs get it done 33-21. to be interesting. I'd be happy with that uh, as I've got a Chiefs future ticket on uh, Fox Bet Live 6-1. to Withrow, uh, we will talk to you again next week. Excited to be able to continue to get rolling with you at OutKick uh, and, uh, and I can't wait, my man. Always fun, Clay. Looking forward to, uh, to next week and our next visit together. <laughs> yeah. That's Chad Withrow. He's yearning for it. Uh, when, we, uh, when we come back, I hope all of you can go get your bets in at FanDuel.com slash Clay, but we're going to talk about where I think could make the most sense for Deshaun Watson. In particular, what team do I think is pining, yearning, in Chad Withrow's words, for Deshaun Watson the most? I'll tell you. Go, by the way. Get signed up now. Get the OutKick podcast. Search out my name, Clay Travis, or OutKick on iTunes, Spotify. You'll be ready to roll there. This is OutKick kick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Oh, 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 Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.